Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore O-R-L. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando. Welcome, everyone, to Loud and Proud Orlando. It's uh, July the 6th, 8.41 p.m. Thank you so much for being live with us. Um, an eventful past game that we had, that Orlando City had. It was an amazing 4-0 uh, win. Uh, everything worked. Everything was right. Um, the crowd was roaring. I mean, it just everything worked completely. Junior Russo was present. Uh, Nani was present in the game, uh, from, my, from my understanding. Um, Junior Russo received his ring. I mean, there was just a, a lot of things that happened. 
Dagger then scored. John was in the back in the background, shirtless, you know, just going like this, you know. Dale mi amor, yo quiero taco ver mi corazón. No, you know, and then uh, you know, it's just you know a phenomenal night. I mean, what can we say? On the puppy stands, you know, we're on the on the trenches, right? Puppy, 150 games. Right, 150 games, pretty much uh, having the season of a lifetime, of a lifetime. A comeback for Orlando City that everything seems to be gelling. Obviously, there's always things to improve. But now we're going to go face, in my opinion, tougher competition. So it's nothing to just get ourselves very carried away. We have to be level-headed and say, Real Salt Lake is fourth in the West. And they're fourth in the West for a reason, Right. So we have to definitely do our due part and analyze um, Real Salt Lake today. We'll also, we'll talk about the game uh, against Toronto and a couple of things that uh, rapid fire that happened. Also, team of the week uh, for a lot of OC, uh, OCSC players. Wilder Cartagena with a little, you know, fine that the, the league started to give to the players. You know, I, I feel like, Bernardeski, with that attitude, should not be playing in the MLS. That's just my opinion. Um, I'm really not a big fan of, of his antics, but we'll, we'll talk and dive in into that a little more, uh, a little further. Uh, Paola's with me, as well as John. Uh, Paola, how are you today? Welcome back. Doing fantastic, because this is a bonus episode, and we're in Thursday. It's not Monday. This week has been crazy. I thought that um, today was Tuesday for some reason at work. And I'm like, oh, today's not Tuesday, it's Thursday. So I'm happy to be back. Happy for the double wins. I was not here on Monday, but I'm happy that we sealed the deal on Tuesday and we got those three points. So I'm doing fantastic. John, how are you, my friend? I mean, Dagger Down scored. So I think you know the answer to that, Luis. That's right. I was I was up off my seat screaming. My boy, he was pointing up to his his family and I was sharing the moment with them. They were up in the club. I had another friend up in the club who told me that they were all emotional up there. So it was it was just beautiful to see. Love it. You know, I want to say that um, I I never do this, but I called it, guys. Four nil win. Just everything. Was, look at the look at the comment from Victor, man. He's giving you yeah, the prize. Louis, you called the lucky you. No, no, it, it it was meant to be a love fest. Now everyone's smooching each other. People on Twitter are putting subtly, puppy in, kinda, right? Maybe, maybe I overspoke a little bit, you know. But it's it's great. It's great to see the fan base united. Uh, it's great to see the. Antonio Carlos in the starting lineup that completely, you know, that, that sent a message to Brazil. Although Brazilian, a although Brazilian media an hour ago is saying that they're still negotiating with Orlando City. I don't know. That's Brazilian media. I will take it with a grain of salt. I don't believe anything unless it comes from the club right now. You know what I mean? But uh, a phenomenal game. You know, uh, I want to give thanks to um, or um, not only Orlando City Communications, but also 181 Creative for the pictures. Did you like the Captain American kit, guys? No. Uh, no, not really. Look, not a fan. Look at, look at that, man. Look at, look, at, look at this guy right here. 
But I think it, it did sell very well, is what I heard. It did yeah, sell. Yeah. yeah. I think it's Everybody... kind of one of those love it or hate it. You either loved it or you hated it. And yeah, we, we fall on the not, not big fan side. But... It looks like a 3D something. I think if it was less, the Captain America logo. It's too I, much. It's too on. much. Exactly. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the 4th of July last year. I love the gold, black on gold logos. Like, can we yeah, take those? and put that on just like a black jersey or a white jersey that would be cool they could have done i mean they could have done um specific superheroes for the avengers right or, or you know or marvel characters like for example who's purple uh in the marvel i think uh Black Panther could be purple, right? Because I remember when he He's powers a little bit up. Of purple in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah a little, a little bit of Hulk. It would right Hulk with the purple shorts, right? Uh, well, I think like Seattle would claim Hulk or like. Uh, oh Austin, yeah, that's right? true. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. True. Never mind. Never mind. Unless we uh, unless we get Hulk, the real Hulk. Also, if MLS is deciding which Marvel character we get assigned, we're gonna get some bum ass character. I mean, that, we know that for sure. So don't like, all these stars. Like they're gonna, they're gonna go to their and favorite clubs. <laughs> Even at man's probably too big. Spider us, we're gonna get some obscure character that you don't even we're know. We're gonna get that'll be our character. Yep. Uh, well, we could get the we could get the spider pig from. Uh, yeah, we'll take that. Uh, we'll get the spider pig from the Simpsons. There you go, uh, Joshua Tall. I think it's a cool jersey. I mean, it is a cool jersey because it's Marvel. I bought the jacket. Like actually, I bought the the hat. There was a jacket. Right? The hat. Was cool. Yeah, it, it looks like the Avengers suit, but on a jacket, and it has oh. the MLS logo. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know I didn't when see they that. go, yeah, when they go into the quantum realm and stuff, and they, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like that. This is uh, Louise. We replied to your tweet after the game, and you never replied back. Even John replied, "Yeah, I'm so sorry, guys. I am horrible with Twitter. He's Dude, bad I, with Twitter. Our Twitter. apologies. Louise is barely ever on Twitter. Yeah, I, <laughs> I am horrible with Twitter, guys. Uh, I'm more of an Instagram type of guy, but you know, now well, we got now, thread. Now you're a Threads guy. Yeah. I'm a Thread. You know, Thread. Thread uh, is up. We, uh, if you guys look. <laughs> Look us up on Thread, uh, Loud and Proud, LP underscore podcast, right there. Uh, you guys can see it on our on our Instagram. We 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 promoted it today. Uh, you know, it's pretty cool. I like it so far. I'm, I'm not. I'm no complaints. Um, but you know, this game, uh, it was uh, a statement, in my opinion, right? That everything in the team is working perfectly. I like how you know the ref let also play you know let the he didn't make the game choppy a little bit but uh, to me some of the key key components of this game is the wide open spaces that orlando city had toronto is a horrible team they allowed um the wings and the left back and right back um players for orlando to pretty much uh become crossing machines i mean you're talking about um we had at some point joel mutinho we had some you know but i mean Talk about how many crosses Orlando had in this game. And, uh, you know, four goals. I mean, it could have been easily more goals uh, at this point. But I'll take the 4 0 win. Uh, the left flank was completely, I mean, Rafael Santos, what a game. I mean, him and Angulo on the 1v1, I mean, they're in a whole different level. Santos has adapted so well to the league. So I don't know. Uh, what were your first impressions on? Attacking-wise for Orlando City, John. 
I mean, I just feel like we were so dominant. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, I'm not usually a stats guy, but this one really shows it in the stats. Like we had 2.7 XG versus their 0.18 XG. We had 18 shots on goal. They had six shots total. We had four big chances. We took those four big chances. We had one big mischance, which would be probably that Pereira miss from about 10 yards out at the beginning of the game. That's the only negative I could see. Everything else, it just started to to flow. And at times we looked like it was a training match. Like we were playing such smooth soccer with the one-two passes and just creating so many attacks in that first half that it could have been like six, seven nil. Like we left some goals. Like Duncan hit the post. Um, yeah. Wilder hit the post. Like it could have been a bunch more. And not only that, each of the goals was just like top quality. Awesome. Like diving header from Cesar. You've got Duncan just stealing a goal with like getting in the near post and nicking yeah. it in. I mean, and then you've got the, um, the Ojeda to Cara goal. And of course, you know, my man dagger just killing it on the right wing. So I think all of the goals are quality. The play was quality. It, it, it was just an all out, dominant performance like we we really just crushed them and they they didn't have an answer like there's a little bit in the beginning like end of the first half where they kind of maybe the beginning of the first half where they kind of i mean sorry beginning of the second half where they kind of looked like they could come back into it maybe but i think once once that first goal went in i was like okay let's let's make sure we get the second the second went in and then that i didn't feel like it was the Philly game or another game where it was, you know, on edge, I was like, nah, we, we're going to, we're going to take the sword to these guys and get a, another couple goals. So it had to be my man dagger to get that third goal that really just killed him off. And then, you know, um, the fourth and from, from really nice play from Ojeda, I think he deserves a lot of credit this game. He played really well and he doesn't always get that credit, but he, he was doing, a great job when he was 10 or wing like him and Tara is now just able to switch back and forth between those a lot. And that, that was working really well when, when he came on the field. So I like, no, no, I don't, I can't think of really any major negatives apart from, like I mentioned the Mauricio miss, but can you guys, I forgot about that. Thanks, John. You Sorry. <laughs> but that was like the first thing I was like, Oh, Mauricio. Oh no, you missed again. From 10 yards, like, dude, everyone else is finishing the goals, and Mauricio is getting in those positions, and, uh, you know. This is his twice. Let's, well, third. Yeah, the, possession play, the possession play was on point, I feel. Like, I mean, this is one of the games that the possession play actually made sense. And, you know, like, they, they actually made it work. 91% of passes completed for Orlando City in this game. It was almost like a perfect possession game for them. It we were just um, ticky-tackering it, man. It was Yeah, it, it was, was it was un unbelievable and then if you think about that Paola, you think about it how expensive the Toronto players are compared to our players and you saw them and I, I don't know how I felt but it felt to me at least I don't know what you think Paola but it felt like the Toronto players were gasping for air. Like a minute 65, they were out of gas. And I think Orlando should take advantage of the heat. I mean, it was, according to my car, like 109 degrees at some point. 
like I, I don't know if that's right, but I mean the hum the humidity and the and the terrain conditions in which Orlando practices on, I think is helping them tremendously in this you know second half of the of the season. I don't know what you think, Paul, about that. No, absolutely. And when and the only good player that Toronto had in that field was Bernard Derchi. That's it. That was the only player that it was, you know, th a threat for us and in the second half. And then he received the red card. Everybody was lost. Um, even though we, we were not playing with the starting lineup for Toronto, but they're not they're not good, period. They're not good. And let's talk about the man of the match. My boy De um, Duncan. I love him no, to death. man, that guy is um, on point, man. But for me, the man of the match, it was Cesar or Santos. Either oh, or. Of course. I think Santos had the best game for, for him of this season. He was on point. He was going back and forth. He was defending. He was sending those balls in the right direction. Like, he was on point. Like, one of my friends, he went um, to the Chicago game, and he was like, oh, let's go to the to the 4th of July. So he came with us, and he told me, oh, that, that number three, today he's on point. Because with Chicago, he missed a couple of things, but he was on point. So when I, when I saw who was the man of the match, I was like, no hate, but I don't know why I went to Duncan and Cesar. Cesar deserve it or Santos. For me, that's my opinion. Um, but like like John said, those passes on Tuesday, they were on point. Hopefully, we can see them transition to Saturday's game because Real Salt Lake is a good, it's a good team. It's not a Toronto um, team. And now that they have uh, Chicho Arango with them, probably he's playing. Probably not. We don't know because he just arrived with the team. Um, hopefully, um, we we see those kind of key passes. And Cesar was on point too. When do you see Cesar take Wilder's position and pass the ball to Dagger, like passing the ball offensively? He normally goes to the back looking for people. But on Tuesday, he was like, nah, this is my game. This is my momentum. I'm going to pass those balls so I can get an assist. And he did a tremendous pass to Dagger Dan. Like, when I saw Dagger Dan pass the goalie, I'm like, oh, my God, everybody flipped. I thought about John. I'm like, John, probably he's in the stands over there. Like, John's chugging two Heinekens. <laughs> he's, he's chugging two Heinekens right now. Like, John, like opening up this, his, his jersey and everything. But it was, was actually, a great game. Uh, I was sitting next to Miguel. I'm oh, to jump. Miguel. <laughs> I jumped off. Oh, yeah. What, what he said, what he said. He, he, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, your boy. I was like, my boy, my boy, Miguel. So, uh, you should get a jersey, you know, with Dagger Dan on the back. God, it's on the way, Luis. I've ordered yeah, the Dagger yeah. Dan jersey, but it's, it's got, got Dagger Dan on the back, not Thoralson. If, if you can get that's, it signed. That's too long. If yeah, you can get it signed, should, hey, will you he, put, put did it you on see the There the was plane? a crowd on the west yeah. side after the game and um, Dagger was there just getting all his autographs. Everybody wanted to get the autograph for Dagger now. There you go. There you go. You know, what I love about this game was that everybody was so vocal with each other, communicating each other. It was one of the first 
you know, it looked kind of, I mean, it's going to sound so bad how Toronto was so terrible, but it looked like a, like a friendly game in a way. You know, they were all like actually enjoying themselves. That's funny, uh, Luis. I wrote down. so comfortably. It looked like a training match at times for us. Yeah, it looked like a training match. It looked like a sparring match. And, and you know, Kara enters. <laughs> And I, I was like, yo, he needs to celebrate like this again. You know? And no, he didn't do it. But, I mean, look at that. I mean, when you want to, like, tell Kara to go, you know, to exile him somewhere else, you know, because we have now the dunk, he scores a goal. You know what I mean? It kind of makes makes job for Oscar a little difficult now. Obviously, I will still put... Duncan Maguire, because his stats are just like, I mean, you can't deny what he's doing. You know, he creates plays. He he facilitates play through the wings. I mean, he just does a lot, you know. Uh, but good for Kara that he scored. I feel like, you know, that was a good moment for him, you know. And uh, I was I was still static that, um, you know, you, you saw Antonio Carlos in the pitch, at least for me. I was like, okay, I'm so happy that he's in. And, you know, this dominant performance for Orlando City uh, was also, you know, 150 matches for Oscar Pereja uh, with the four. This is, this is what the, um, the league put out. With well, a 4-0 win uh, this evening, Orlando City head coach Oscar Pereja became the sixth coach in the MLS to win at least 150 regular season matches. There you go. You know? Well done, sir. Well done. Let's bring Congrats, let's bring Tata Bobby. let's bring Tata Martino. I just want to say, Tata, where are you, Tata? Tata is uh, in the eating arepas in Miami. Probably. It's funny that uh, Luis you brought up Antonio and Paula you brought up uh, Cesar because they both made the uh, team of the match deck. So yep. he didn't get the man of the match, but he got but. recognized by MLS. And I I agree with you. I think. I think if there's ever a game to give Cesar man of the match, like that's the one. Like that pass, like you said, was he doesn't usually do that. That was a great no, assist that was and, a... and an incredible header as well. Yes. Yeah. And um, really, they just didn't have enough space up top because I feel Dagger could have been in there. You know, I know Tyler Boy had a great game in El Tráfico and all of that. Like he threw like eleven crosses and not all those one goal, but okay. Uh, you know, and then Funtas has been consistent, and then Campana, man, I don't know, he's, oh man, Campana is just so he just looks like one, of, you know, one of those pretty boy from high school. You know what I mean? That you want to just, you know, but you gotta remember like, not everybody plays on this day, so the right. the, te- the games to pick from is not as, you know right. what I mean? It's not like there's every team playing. I thought that but, Campana uh, had my age, and he's like a twenty-two year old. Is this? Yeah, the yeah, most... he's young, young. He's is this the, you know, look, one, two, three, four, four uh, OCSC players uh, picked for. Oh, I did see Wilder in there as well. Yeah, I saw Ojeda. Wilder, Wilder Martin. Yeah, Wilder, uh, Ojeda. You also have Antonio Carlos and Cesar Araujo. Yeah, I think. Uh, is, this, is this like the most OCSC players that's ever been in the. I mean, also, I think how- so. How much stock could we take in this? I mean, not that I support Joseph Martinez in any way, but the man no, scored a bicycle no way, kick, no and yet yeah, he's yeah. on the bench. Like, that seems a little harsh. Okay. 
I don't know why they make. It's because it's him, and the MLS has a love for Joseph Martinez. How does well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They love him, so why isn't he on? Why is he on the bench for this? Like, I don't know. I just think sometimes the way they pick the team of the match day is very like that's very strange. Like people, I'm gonna keep. Golasos, who's that guy? Was it Zellerayan who scored from halfway that week? Yeah, and he Lucas wasn't in the team yeah. of the match day. We're like, yeah. what? Like, yeah, I want to say. Um, I mean, these players believe that this is an easy league. I mean, you're talking about now, you know, talking about down south, you know, for Lauderdale, you know, uh, Joseph, where she's gonna play? Because now we have Messi. Like Messi could play the ten, dude. Anyways, Busquets, and now. Jordi Alba, which apparently sources say, quote unquote, this this uh, next Friday he may be traveling to Miami to see his new club. How do they do it? I have no idea, but I have no idea of the level of the league. It's a physical league. I imagine Jordi Alba playing the heat where Toronto played or Busquets playing in those conditions. They're gonna die. I mean, it's just my opinion. I mean, they're, I mean, they, they, they don't expect, they expect this to be a walk in the park. It ain't going to be a walk in the park. You got teams like Nashville, teams like Philly. I mean, you got teams out west like LAFC. Do you think they're going to try to lose against uh, freaking Inter Miami? You know, so I don't know. They have another thing coming, in my opinion. Let's do some more comments. I mean, it's, it's old men FC, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, um, Someone Dominic on Twitter put the Coral Gables with the with the Inter Miami logo above <laughs> it, the retirement home. That is so true. It's like stop signing all these old men. Like, yeah, you, we bring back the entire Barcelona team from 2010. Like, what what is this? Like, it, and also, Luis, how much of this is above board? And can we even trust MLS to tell us like if it is or isn't right? Because I feel like even if Miami are breaking the rules, they're they're just gonna be like, Well, we're doing it for Messi. So, you know. Yeah. I I yeah. It's, it's just, hard uh, to say it's just, it's just whether hard, what but... they're doing is is legal within the you know, system of just, MLS. I just feel like, you know, look, look, Orlando City. We may not have a Messi, but we have a system, we have some players, we have a good crowd, we have a stadium, we have a culture. Don't worry about it, guys. I mean, because there's, you know, when when Messi actually starts playing, there's going to be a lot of defectors. She's okay. It's normal, you know, no big deal. But, you know, I tell people from Orlando and and a lot of people from from my other channel, they keep telling me, you know, hey, now that, you, now that Messi's there, like, are you still going to cover Orlando City? I was like, of course. Like, are you kidding me? He's like, oh, no, because, you know, Messi's there now. I was like. Yeah, dude, like Messi, Messi's gonna have a tough time. You know, it's it's a tough league. And uh, I want to add, um, a lot of our players that have come in from South America have adapted very well. Look at Ivan Angulo, look at Cesar. Cesar had the highest ranking for any OCSC player this year on SofaScore. Nine point three. That's why he needed to be man yep. of the match. Nine nine point three. Wilder had a 7.4 uh, because he, he got that, that yellow and they, they lowered his score. But, I mean, talking about the defensive, the defending for Orlando City in this game was just on point. I mean, 
our before we had a left back and a right back problem. Now we know Kyle is reliable and Santos has adapted and plays so well, not only with Ivan, but I saw a lot of plays he did with Wilder, you know, linking up with Wilder and then Wilder feeding to Mauricio and then eventually him, you know, distributing to Facundo or Duncan. So it was a great performance overall uh, for Orlando City. You know, um, you know, to me, uh, Galese, he didn't have a busy night at all. <laughs> I think he, he was just chilling. He was right? drinking coffee. In right? the, he, was yeah. just, he was just chilling, you know. Uh, it's good to have your, your keeper relax. But now we're facing a tough competition, right? And uh, we're facing um, Real Salt Lake, which is fourth in the, in the West, you know. Um, I want to go ahead and uh, before we do that, and read some more comments. It says, bring them all. Orlando will kick Miami's ass. I agree. Joshua Tall, that Duncan goal was so nice. And the dagger goal, I was happy for Araujo. And then Joshua Tall, thank you so much. I am happy for Oscar Pareja. Correct. Orlando City had a 91.1 passing accuracy, the highest any team has posted in a single MLS game this season. There you go. Look. Look, all this possession is making us, uh, John. Yeah. Look, I mean, it's, it's just we're – the synchronicity between the team is now 100%, right? We there doesn't seem before earlier in the season, it was like they're making passes, expecting guys to be there when they weren't there, or not quite understanding what kind of runs each other's like to make. Like we talked about last pod about the, the relationships with the, the wing wingers and the fullbacks, and that's developed. And, and this game was like it was a passing masterclass, it was just it was awesome to see. And hopefully, like Paul says, we can we can continue that. Like that's something that these last couple of games have been really, really good with the passing. And then thanks to the Toronto FC news outlet, I want Paula's opinion on this. The MLS disciplinary committee has fined Federico Bernardeschi on an undisclosed amount for fa failing to leave the field in a timely manner after receiving his red card in the 62nd minute of the match against Orlando City on July 4th. I mean, my my opinion and take on this, this guy's a this guy's a I'm gonna say it, he's a douchebag. Um complete douche. Um feel feel bad for for I mean just for Toronto because wasted investment in my opinion. Um and I think with Wilder also got fined uh, for Wilder got fined for the dark arts man for for embellishment now we have the footage here and and after that i will we'll, we'll get paula's opinion on it but um i have it right here all right look at that so here we go there you go you see uh oh there you go let's see if they do the oh so he pushed him yeah let me see did he push him because well, I didn't see he, he grabbed like, his head. He does a head so, movement so, so he he does like a shoulder move. Uh -huh. Like a like a, he hit him with like kind of like hit him with the shoulder, like kind of like you know. Yeah, and like he's And then he and then he pulled like a materazzi to Sidan, like headbutt. Like he just like grabbed and like you know, you know, and then obviously Pedro came to his friend's aid. You have to understand the Peruvian national team is very united. And uh I read his lips. Oh, really? And, yeah, and he said... You, can you say it? Yeah, yeah, I can say it in Spanish. Oi, 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 conchetumare, que te pasa? Conchetumare. 
<laughs> Even I understood that one, Luis. Yeah. Exactly. Pedro, I know you're you're listening to this, but that's what you said, man. If you can take it back. But it's, it's fine. He's you, defending you his friend. His, you said hello to his mommy. But it's okay. I mean, he deserved it. I mean, he was just having a horrible game. Even the I had the Toronto commentary for this game. I don't know what happened with Apple Plus, um, Apple TV. It was horrible in this game. I, I want to say, I tried to listen to the local, and then it will revert to Spanish. And I was like, I don't want this. And then I, I, I wanted to hear Evan Weston. That's what I wanted to hear. And uh, you know, unfortunately, I couldn't hear to Evan. I had to hear it in in Espanol, but. I mean, he was just, even the commentators for Toronto said, hey, yeah, Bernardeschi is the only thing we got, man. Well, I don't <laughs> know who those two commentators were. But I can, Paula, you talk about um, the, the challenge first, and then I'll talk about these commentators. Um, what I think about this challenge, I didn't notice that he did, you know, like the, the little, little, you know, cross there. Um, Cause I was looking on the on the video that MLS put MLS or I don't remember I I saw it on Twitter and I was looking for like a hand movement or something because Wilder was like oh like all grabbing his face or something I'm like oh what he did but now that I'm looking at this video yeah the the, the guy is trash like and he was the best player like I said before like in the pitch and then. I don't know. I don't think I think he thinks this is the WWE or something. And he was just unprofessional. And then when he was leaving, I don't know if you noticed, John, but he was like doing this because everybody was like singing to him. Um, <laughs> so he was like like that. I'm like, God, oh, what a douchebag. You're just, well, you're just robbing Toronto's money. Like you're robbing Toronto's money right now. So, yeah, he yeah. deserved it. Um Did you notice that um couple of games? I don't I don't remember in Chicago. Did Chicago no not Chicago, but we're like teams that are playing against us, they're getting more red cards playing against us. That's a good sign. Colorado I mean, was to, one. We, huh? We get a lot. We get, we get a lot of red cards. It <laughs> seems to happen a lot. Yeah, they cannot contain us offensively, some of them. I mean, I mean, it's just that. The three in the middle are so silky. I mean, lately, obviously. I'm saying lately. And I think Cesar and Wilder are masters just, of the dark arts. So exactly. they're winding these guys up. Exactly. They are, I mean, they are playing with their emotions, Cesar. And, uh, and, and I mean, the pressure. I mean, Wilder has improved so much since the first time he came to Orlando. I will have to say he's playing at his best shape in a long time. And that tells you a lot about the coaching staff that everybody wanted to see out of Orlando, of the level of how they're actually making players come in in not so good shape like Wilder and making them this impactful in the game. You know what I mean? That's that's their job. I mean, to make the best out of what they got. And you can see it on the pitch. So um, talk about Wilder in the best shape of his life, pressing very hard making it difficult for their mid to react. Same with Araujo, you know, uh, coming fresh. You know what I mean? The, so The double pivot is like... Yeah, it was so dominant. It was completely in that, dominant. In that mid, you know. And, and Wilder, I see Sean uh, commented that Wilder got 
fine for the embellishment. Yeah, he did. he did. He did. And here's the thing, like any player would have done that, right? Like if you, if you see wind the guy up and then the other player comes up to it and they make a movement, it happens in the Premier League. It happens in La Liga. It doesn't matter what league you're in. You buy the foul because you, you, you mm-hmm. caused that to happen. And then you're, you know, yeah, he grabs his face. It's an overreaction, but <laughs> he would have gone down with anything because Bernadeschi came in with force to be like, I'm going to, you know, do something to you. So that, that you can't blame him for that. And it's just part of the dark arts, right? That's just, that's part of the game, sadly, that Wilder's going to take the foul if the guy looks like he's going to foul him. You know, and, um, on um, at the game, I believe there was um, this gentleman right here came in there and make a was with uh, supporting his teammates, right? And picked up his ring. So well deserved for Junior Urso. Obviously, right now, I mean, would you take Junior Urso back? Uh, probably me. Yes, I will Let take him. Let me come back. Let me come back. I, I would take him back. I think I you will know, take fleet. him back. Felipe's been okay, no, you know. No, no. I don't really think Dagger should be playing that role for us. I think Dagger should be further up in more of attack or on the wing, or you know, I I'm not convinced of him as our defensive midfielder. I, mean, I think he could probably do it, but see, outside of those two, you know, Janino maybe could be brought up, but we're not yeah. we're not really heavy I mean, there, in the yeah. If I mean, we get a Wilder or a Cesar long-term injury like and someone has to play that role week in week out like who are we who are we gonna put in there that we feel like can do the same thing that they can both do i'll put i'll put dagger or i'll put janino that's just my opinion i think dagger could do it like he'd learn yeah. more and more every week yeah. how to get better at it but he, no no there's what i'm saying is there's no like for like replacement right but if you brought right. urso back Urso would be able to be yeah it's a, either plug of those and play and, and just plug, be ready to go yeah plug and play and, uh, you know, but obviously he wants to be in Brazil. I mean, we'll, we'll see. He I, left I, his current club, though. I think it, they let him go. Yeah, they let him go. You know why? Because I'm, I'm going to be honest, and a lot of people probably don't want to say this, but, I mean, with all due respect, Curitiba is one of the smallest clubs, like um, the smallest clubs in Brazil. I know that, oh, no, Brazilian soccer, every every club is big. Yes, every every club has a torcida, but – no one has a torcida like Santos, like Flamengo, like Corinthians, like Palmeiras, and like Fluminense, and Gremio, maybe, yeah, if you want to be. The rest of them are small small clubs. They have a loyal fan base, but they're not as, um, you know, locos or, 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 or you know, torcedores like, like, you know, Curitiba, man. Curitiba is a small club, so it could be finances. It could be... They're, they 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 don't behave like the big clubs do over there. They behave like small clubs. They can cut you for no reason. You piss them off. They they dismiss you. They don't respond emails. Things like that, right? They have some of them. Some of those clubs have that attitude. Yeah, according to transfer mark, he was released on July fourth. That sucks. That's <laughs> the day that he was. At, I mean, he must have known before that. That's why he's here. Oh, of course, yeah. Training him and Nani are both training. You know, they're they're just. Hanging out where, where like between else? clubs and trying to stay fit, right? Where is top level? Can you stay fit? Hey, and that's so cool that they want to yeah. come back and do that. Yeah. Like, that's and, awesome. And uh, Oscar Pareja talked about it in the press conference. You know, he said, you know, I'm just so delighted that, you know, they called Orlando home, you know, both of them, especially for a player like Nani, you know. 
I mean, Nani still has properties here and things like that. And I mean, if you ask me, Luis, would you take him in a heartbeat? I wouldn't miss it. Put him on the League's Cup. Just you know, if he if you cannot put him in the put him in the League's Cup with the, with the kids, man, he will teach those kids so many things. He could teach Faku many things too. I mean, you're talking about he top top level of soccer. He's won a Champions League. You know what I mean? He's 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 top level. I think he'll be. I mean, you know, a four a, a six month <laughs> spell. Although I don't think we have the space, but you know, it, it, I think it'll be fantastic. I don't know what do you think, John. I mean, I you know, I think again, we just we don't know because we don't we only have one <laughs> slot. It's not an international. So right. if Junior or Nani want to come back, we gotta. Yeah. I don't think either of them are citizens. Did Junior get his citizenship? I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't think so. So I think really it's a question of we would have to open up an international slot. So and I I, I think someone's asking about whether there was a comment I saw about whether we are going to make any signings now that the window's open. And I think all signs we've seen is that no, and we're going to most likely be promoting guys up from OCB if anything. And it's going to be interesting with Leeds cup, like you say, what, what kind of squad gets played there, but anybody's brought in, that would be a great place to try them out, right? Whether that's promoting guys from OCB or bringing a new signing. I think Leeds cup is a great place for them to, gel into the team so they're not playing you know mls minutes yet i mean league scub will be perfect for the luca petrasos coming back you know what i mean uh it'll be great for the thomas williams that deserves i think uh a start uh in, in some level with the team uh it'll be great to Free. see uh freeman you know see what he can do mikey if he wants to come back in shape and he's like getting his feet wet you know, put him 20, 30 minutes in the League's Cup. You know what I mean? I think Orlando should focus on the MLS. The League's Cup, to me, is unattainable because, I mean, I mean, not to say, I mean, I'm not saying that Orlando cannot win the League's Cup. What I'm saying is, it's a tournament that CONCACAF makes so many mistakes regarding tournaments. I mean, I, I, I know I'm by, I, I probably should not say too much about it, but I think Copa de Oro doesn't do anything to promote like the sport <laughs> like it's just a way for the u.s men's national team and the mexican team to you know test new players you know what i mean um and these other little islands they don't benefit jack on playing la copa de oro you know i think they should have their own tournament uh and then mexico and u.s and canada and if you want to feel froggy Jamaica, because there's a lot of reggae people in South America, you know, play the Copa America with everyone. That will increase, the, but they don't want it because of money. So they want to create their stupid, you know, tournament just like them. And this unification of Mexico and the United States, it's impossible, guys. I mean, I'm, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, the fan bases are completely opposite. I mean, um, uh, the I mean, I think a lot of people are excited about it. I think a lot of people think it's yeah. going to be a big thing. I think this whole, yeah. you know, Mexico best teams against our best teams in the later stages. Mm -hmm. I think I don't know. I, we'll see how seriously every MLS team takes it. We'll see if it becomes something that we really enjoy in the summer. I think the benefit is that it's just a quick tournament. You know, it's not another like the Open Cup that's spread out across the whole season. 
So in a time that usually nothing would be happening. So I think that's a positive, but whether it's going to be the most exciting thing that they're promoting it as, I think remains to be seen, right? I mean, Paolo, what do you, what do you think about the, yeah. the league's cup? Do you think it's, it's valuable? Do you think it's going to be a really great tournament or are you like, meh? You're asking the wrong person. Cause I'm like, I'm meh. I'm like, I hope to see, like you guys said, people from OCB. I don't want them. They need, like, Cesar Araujo needs rest. Angulo needs rest. Facu needs rest. Like, all those yeah. players need some little rest. I mean, that's the thing. If Facu gets injured during League's Cup, are we going to be like, oh, great. We, Whoa. you know, like, exactly. I feel like, why are we playing Facu? Like, mm -hmm. let's, let's focus on the league. It's a distraction where we could get some injuries that would be annoying. And that's that's why I'm like glad that some of like we we didn't go to the All Star game, but at the same time I'm like looking at the team it's of a, the week and looking for players. I know, but I'm like you know like we have good quality of players, and then looking at the joke of the picks of the coach says a lot. But anyways, back to the topic. Um, I mean. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't like this idea. I think this is a marketing, obviously a marketing strategy. Obviously, um, I think Mexico is gonna Liga MX. They're coming like to prove something to the MLS, yeah, they, right? They need to because they need they're to. Losing, they're losing ground big time. So they're probably going to, you know, put the put starting the lineup yeah. and blah 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 because the season is over over there, right? If right, I'm right. not mistaken. So they're they're coming to win, and we're just focusing the MLS. I mean, that's so. also why it makes no sense. Our seasons are coming. We're like we should have yeah. the advantage because we're mid season, and they're tired from having a whole season, and they're in the off season. So MLS clubs should be in form and at like you know 100 match fit, and oh, the boy. Mexican clubs should be tired from the year and be in kind of an off season mode. So is that going to reflect? I don't know. But um, going back to a point that you made earlier, Luis, about the commentators for the 4th of July game. Horrible. I, I put horrible. on Twitter about how horrible they were. And, you know, I don't like to be mean to commentators. I'm not particularly like, <laughs> oh, I hate the part from that one time with Sasha. But, um, you know, Max Bredos and, and Brian Dunseth, I was looking them up. And they obviously got some history. We've just never heard of them in our market. And they – seem to know nothing about yeah, our they don't players know like, and the purple, or our and they're, team. And, they're purple. And, and they didn't seem to know really that much about Toronto either. And uh, some of the great. things they said, like after Cesar scored that diving header, the, the first thing they could say was, oh, he's just come back from suspension. Like what? That's what you're going to go with? And then literally when Dagger Dan scored, I, I kid you not, they went Dagger Dan, professional soccer player from Iceland. Wow. Like wow. just reading, are you just reading <laughs> the, the his play? first goal. Profile? No, they went they went into their Wii Scout onto their um I mean, transfer market. <laughs> it, it just seemed like that, Luis. No, it seemed like they just know like the most obvious facts about all of our players. They were, and that's what they were saying. So, but the the bad news is that they are they are apparently in the RSL area. One of them, I think Brian Dunseth is a big RSL, like he's their guy, like they're Evan Weston, and they're gonna be commentating again for the game on Saturday in the English. So I am voting up on my Spanish video. really fast so that I can 
<laughs> watch on Espanol. Or, as Evan pointed out on Twitter, what you can do is, Luis, is yeah. you can try and start the game at the same time when their commentary happens. So you're listening to the radio commentary because they don't have the option for away games on Apple TV for you to pick you. the local broadcast only on the home games, which is like, well, I'm at the game. So is that helpful? No. We should, you know, we should do. What should we do? LPL. LPL commentary. Commentate. Maybe, maybe and comment then, in the things. I I bought you a pizza pie, man. You know, I know. You know, I, I buy you a pizza pie, and you just commentate here on LPL. Let's, let's invite him, and then we right. can do a watch party. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's yeah. a great idea. He'll, he'll be down, I'm sure. Evans. No, but uh, no, I mean, I it's mean, a hard I, job. You know, I don't think I can is, be a professional is. commentator. I think that's, I've I think tried. there are some in the league who are really good. Like, I love Danny Higginbottom. I think he's awesome. I think uh, Nigel Rhea Coker does a decent job. Um, and there's a few others, like Cagney does a good job. But there are some, some, some stinkers too. It's difficult when you have to be like neutral and you like, you just said, John, they were picking on Toronto, the worst team, the second worst team and, in the entire imagine, MLS. Imagine when we would play against RSL. They'd be like, hey, hey, oh my God. the goal, the goal, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the goal and the score. Yeah, they're going to know all the Well, players. let's hope they know some things about RSL because that would be <laughs> really <laughs> embarrassing if they don't. They're going to say uh, whatever is in MLS.com. Um, yeah, That's it. They're, I mean, they're just going to say that. Well, I mean, I just feel like this RSL game, you know, if if we win this game, I mean, it'll be, I mean, we'll be cruising. I mean, but we got to take it game by game, yep, you know, game by game, game by game. And uh, with that being said, uh, let's talk about uh, the lineup and what we think. But before we do that, I wanted to go ahead and show this picture of this fan at Publix. And look who he, who he saw right here. Look at, look at this guy. Ah, this nice. Guy. He got the two for one at Publix. Yeah. yeah. They're buying their the little turkey sub right there. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, definitely an amazing game for, for both of them, too. I mean, I think uh, Rodrigo was playing a phenomenal, phenomenal soccer. Um, well, Duncan McGuire. Seventh goal in the season, you know they he tied with Facundo Torres for team lead again with a phenomenal goal, uh, a number nine, a very savvy goal for that uh, for Duncan McGuire, um, and also Ivan Angulo he uh, has his eighth assist uh, as a lion, so that's fantastic. He, Erjan Kara, after his goal, scored his sixth goal of the season across all competitions. And uh, Martin Ojeda, he added his team-leading assist number to be the eighth of the season. So he's in the lead for all assists. So, um, And Oscar Pareja, I think we already spoke about Oscar, right? Quick, John, so we can dive in uh, um, to talk about um, Real Salt Lake. What are your thoughts regarding Pareja, right, in this turnaround? It seems like he's already found a formula on how to handle this team. 
I mean, I've I've been really impressed, to be honest. And I I was gonna say I've never, you guys know, I was never a hundred percent. Like there was a there was a rocky period there. Well, I, I yeah, that was that I, was like the civil war. I wars. couldn't see. We needed to rescue you. I couldn't wars. see Oscar's way out of this because what we'd known from Oscar to that point was always the same. You know what we called the, the you know pappy ball or whatever you want to call it the Oscar <laughs> way of just doing you the know puppy the, get, the pappy special we're gonna get one nil you know two one like we're gonna like sit back and we were so fed up of that and I think that that's where it was the same thing and a lot of people were getting frustrated and they and they wanted to see something different and they a lot of people wanted to see a different manager to see something different but just by changing his style. Oscar, like we said, remember, like three months ago, Luis, we were like, Oscar has to figure out how to make us a more attacking team. And that's what he's done. Like, we are now an attacking team. Look how many goals we've scored in the last three or four games. Like, we haven't lost a game in, like, 11 games. Like, yeah, we've had some draws, but we we don't look like a team that goes two up and tries to shut down, right? We look like a team, like this game, goes two up and says, we're going to keep attacking. And so, for me, that's that's the key change. Like Oscar has figured out a way to keep us defensively solid, but make us a much more aggressive attacking team. And I think that the results are, are showing that like there's so many, even against the bigger clubs, like, you know, Seattle, we, we could have won that game. Philly, we could have won that game. So these are, you know, new England was the only one where I was like, okay, they kind of outclassed us. Yeah, but even definitely. against the bigger teams in the last like 10 games, we've shown that we are able to hang with them. Right. So where we are now is, is a better reflection of what we have in this squad and a couple more wins. And we can be up there in the, you know, second, third, like really apart from Cincy, I don't think any of these other Eastern clubs are, you know, unreachable. So, you know, if things keep going up, we could end up where we said we should be at the beginning of the season, <laughs> yeah. right? We can end up in third or fourth. So it was a rocky start. Oscar had a lot of issues. The, some of the players didn't gel. Some of the players weren't working. Some of the players were you know, injured, whatever. And now it's all coming together. But the most important thing is that Oscar has changed his style. Like he's, he's learned and developed. And that's what everybody wanted to see. Like nobody... I think any, right, and you guys probably agree, anybody who was, unless the people who really dislike Oscar, a lot of the people calling for Oscar to go wasn't because <laughs> they didn't like Oscar. They were just fed up of what they were seeing. So mm-hmm. I've heard multiple other people on different pods and on, you know, Orlando City on Twitter, all of the, all the key players saying, you know, hey, we, we never, you know, wanted to get rid of Oscar because we didn't like him. We just wanted to something different we wanted to fix this we wanted to change but, and now they're like hey this is great oscar is but they were becoming making, the guy that we want him to be but some of them were making far-fetched comparisons i mean you cannot compare orlando city to chelsea you, you, you just can't you cannot bring tata martino in you cannot suggest that Felipe coutinho is going to be a good signing ever i mean you, you you gotta you gotta talk with base you know you and 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 that's what I'm 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 gonna say, you know, if Orlando, if if LA beats Philly and Orlando beats RSL, automatically we go fifth. Right? Actually, and if Columbus loses too, we may we may feel froggy, we may pass Columbus. We're top four. 
If that yeah. happens, the, the last I mean, win we jumped over Atlanta. That was nice. Yeah, that was crazy. So, so I think we gotta go game by game. And the good thing is, rather than me being so easy to say, you see, told you guys, you guys yeah, had to wait. We don't want to. We don't want to. We, we don't want to no. do that. And it's it, that is not not important. It doesn't matter who was went, who was right, who was wrong. I. Uh, I keep saying what I said last time about that. It doesn't make any sense to say who was right or who was wrong. The whole point is that the team is playing well. There's, they're playing in uh, cruise control pretty much right now. You know, mentally they're getting to know each other. They they know each other's positions very well, and Oscar has found a system. Now, let's ride supporting the team together, right? Which is the whole point of being a fan and 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 being a crowd of being a, and, and being being supporters, right? And 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 that's it, you know. Because in the end, you know, who who it's a soccer, right? I mean, it, it could happen. It could happen that we could win the next game, and feel in Columbus loses theirs, and then and then what's going to happen? You know, we're going to be top four, and then we're going to be like, you know, you know, it, it will be very selfish of me. And other people on Twitter to say, oh, I told you so. You see, there's really no I told you so. It's a matter of that's fantastic that the team is winning now. Let's all have a beer together. You know what I mean? So it's good to see there's some more unity going on. And everybody yeah, it seems is. to be a bit, you know, there's less, there's less, you know, frustration. And exactly. People, I love that. You know, it's hard to be upset with a 4 0 <laughs> victory. I think anybody who's upset after. After that awesome win, you know, I, I don't know what would make you happy because my and boy Dagger scored. How could has, you not be happy? Of course. And the depth that the team has is unbelievable. I mean, and the youth and what's coming next. People ask me, are you worried about Messi coming? I'm not worried whatsoever, bro. I'm not. I think Messi is great for the league, but I'm not worried. I think Orlando still with his team can beat Messi. If Cesar Araujo and Wilder are playing at that level, it's going to be tough for them to win our mid. I, that's just my opinion. And you're going to go, oh, but you're talking about Messi. No, Messi is just one player. The game is played with 11 men. Well, no, it's played with 11 really old men if you're into Miami. <laughs> that's right. But, 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 John, wasn't that the old school way of, of doing the – yeah, I mean, it, the just, MLS it seems like David is like, hey, this is how we did it when I was here. And so this is how we do it now. You know, like, I, well, we could talk all day about. Yeah, it. yeah. It's our old yeah. NFC, but they're not worth it, in my opinion. And hey, look at us. We got a bunch of stars. Like, we've got, hey, Cesar Biscuits, rather have Cesar, to be honest. You me, know, me too. Jordi Alba, rather me have Rafa Santos. That's this, right. Like, like obviously at peak for these guys, different story, but they're not going to, you know, I think it's naive of Miami to think that you can sign a bunch of old players and that they're all going to have the physicality needed to be successful in MLS. MLS is a, is a fast paced physical league. And we've seen so many, like look at Bernadeschi, right? There's so many examples of guys coming in who are younger than they are and they can't hack it. So yeah, Lorenzo, uh, Lorenzo yeah. Insigne, Lorenzo Insigne, how he's a bust. 
a complete bust, and he was in Napoli killing it. Like Messi is the exception to that rule because he's of Messi. Course, but he's, the rest of these guys, yeah. there's there's nothing to say that Busquets is going to tear it up. There's nothing of to course. say that Jordi Alba or whoever else they want to sign is going to be an awesome player in the league because they are physically not, I think, capable of keeping up anymore. What do you think, Paula? I mean, they're desperate to get big names, but we have younger people, so bring in, bring them on. I'm like, and and it's sad because Jordi Alba, I like Jordi Alba, I like Sergio Busquets, but Busquets is a, like, he's a legend, but yet the years are coming into those legs. So they were coming in three years ago, Paul. Exactly. It like and he's slower and all he's that stuff. He's been slow for a long time. <laughs> so I mean they're desperate. Like they went to Sergio Ramos. They went to another guy in Real Madrid. I forgot his name. They right tried now, his last Luis name. Suarez. They you Luis know, Suarez. Eden Hazard. Like Is that who you're thinking of? Eden yes. Hazard apparently is yes. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. and then Hazard and like, oh, bro, no, no. So <laughs> no, I'm, a... I'm like, bring it, bring it on. I have younger players, fresher legs. With it's a enough little... for me, bro. It's hey, a different, they, it's a different if feeling. If they want to f- send us Kamal Miller to make some space on the roster, that's cool with me. You know, you guys don't and need also, Kamal. If, if, if you you're want... gonna play Sergio Busquets as center back, you send us Kamal. Look, just for. Although I mean I, I think he's he's an alright player. Rodolfo Pizarro is he he can he pretty much um, I'm gonna say talk s about Inter Miami and, and their organization. I can't remember who I think player. it was. Pizarro was rumored to go somewhere else in MLS. LA I think there are people are is it Galaxy? Yeah. Oh, the Galaxy. Well, I and think he'll be a great yeah. pick for the Galaxy. Mostly, it's a dumb deal. Oh, it's a great pick for the Galaxy. Like, this is the thing now because they have to get rid of a bunch of these players to get yeah. space on their roster for the new guys. So exactly. the rest of the league is looking at Miami being like, hey, what can you send us that's cheap? Like, we'll, we'll take the rest of your squad that you can't use because you don't know how to, you know. But there's players in here that could be useful for other teams, right? Like, look at Carranza. He was down at uh, Inter, and then he's killing it for Philly now. So maybe this is the rest of the league's going to poach some of these guys. Yep. So Real Salt Lake, uh, when we have uh, our game against them, uh, this is their lineup. This is uh, their, their last lineup. They beat Toronto actually 1 0. They had a tough time beating uh, Toronto. And uh, that says a lot. But people in, in, in Salt Lake City are excited because they have a new signing, and it's Chicho Arango, who uh, already took his picture. You know, with the jersey, and I'm gonna say that it looks just like the Spaniard jersey. I'm 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 serious. It looks just like the the Spanish national team, doesn't it? Exactly like the Spanish national. I didn't notice that. Now you. I mean, it might well be because they. Yeah, they just Addy makes that, so they probably just took the same. Yeah, they just took the same stock. Unbelievable! But look at that. We also and I'm gonna say this. This is going to be the war of the mascots. And you ask me, what, Louis? Louis, what are you talking about? War of the mascots. Yes, it's going to be the war of the mascots. The war of the lions. What? There's other lions. Yes. Kingston, my friend, if you're listening, you have competition. Yes. And guy that wants to steal your spotlight in this game. 
the real Salt Lake mascot. <laughs> Yo, oh my god, that, what a what scary is, mascot. Is that a mouse or a lion? No, that is a lion. What is with the ears? <laughs> <laughs> that looks like the Mickey ears, like on a on a lion. It looks like a like It looks like it looks like oh it looks like headband on. Okay, it, it I, looks I, like I it looks like it, it looks like Tigger went to uh, yes. Jamaica when Jam went to Jamaica, man. Is is a this this lion is is from Wish or something or eBay? What's his name? <laughs> What's the name of this mascot? Let me, let me let me look at his name. Uh, mascot for Real they bought it Salt in Lake. Amazon. That's that's what happened. Well, they're like the you know lions as well, right? They're they're like royal. That's their whole vibe. It says, uh, no, I don't. I mean, mascot for Real Salt Lake. Hold on, let me see. It looks like Captain Jack Sparrow transform into a lion. <laughs> Lee, okay, Leo the lion. Oh. Leo the lion. It looks. I mean, okay. it's not Kingston, is it? Let's be honest. Leo, Kingston it's not King, Kingston. Name. Kingston school. He has muscles. He, dude has a six, has six a pack. Six man. pack, man. He's in a better shape than me. Ten, hundred percent. Leo the Lion. Leo the Lion versus Kingston. I want to see this. Uh, that's pretty weak from Leo. We got we to gotta take Kingston. Guys, if Orlando City is listening, guys, you got to take Kingston to the game. There has to be a battle. It could be a dancing battle. You know, it could be, you know, but uh, look at that. That's Leo the Lion. But uh, in more serious, uh, in more serious uh, the news, um, a great defensive-minded uh, team. You know that uh, prioritizes defense, uh, and they're fourth in the in the West. They're fourth in the West. They are. They are. Um, they are. They think that Orlando it's a attainable win for them at home, and they're gonna go for it. Now Chicho Arango is expected to have some minutes. They don't know yet if he's gonna be starting, but um, he is. Uh, they are ready for Orlando, according to. According to what um, people in in Salt Lake are saying, right now, Chicho has been to Utah Jazz games. He was with the mayor of Salt Lake City. He, you know, like he's been everywhere in Utah. Uh, you know, because RSL actually it's a pretty big big team over there. Like, I mean, they 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 like him. They, they they have a lot of more of a loyal fan base than the than the Jazz sometimes. So, uh, what are your expectations, John, for this game coming up? I mean, I think it's it's going to be harder than the Seattle game, which I think says a lot. Uh, they they are on a very good streak of form, like we are. Yeah. You know, we haven't lost in eleven. They haven't lost in like like eight. I think was a, like something like seven, that. Seven. The form guide, you know, on MLS's website, they're they're eleventh in the form guide, and and we're seventh in the form. So our our form is a little better, but. They're definitely up there. They, you know, they've been winning and 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 drawing most games like the last five. So, ironically, they just beat Toronto was the last win that they had as well. So, mm -hmm. I think uh, they have a lot of good assets in terms of like defense, like you said. I think you know Savarino and Krylich are always going to be a yeah. problem up front. I think you know Zach McMath is an underrated goalkeeper. Justin Glad is a good center back. They they've got a lot of. And they and they play well as a team, um, 
one of the things they have had issues with is like us, they've had issues with their home form. So I, that was earlier in the season. I don't know if they've turned that around yet completely, um, but they seem to be a better away team, similar like we were at one point, you know. So maybe that's an advantage. Maybe they're not so great at their home turf. Uh, we'll have to see, but it's it's going to be hard for us. I don't think it's going to be a particularly easy match. I'm I'm thinking somewhere around the the sort of Philly game difficulty level or the you know the Seattle game difficulty. So it's a it's a tougher team in the West, away from home. But hey, there's absolutely no reason why we can't win it. I think I think that's very it's an option. I think drawing would be likely as well. Uh, a loss, you know, would be a, a disappointing result for us, considering that I think we're at least strong enough to go there and get a draw. What are your expectations, uh, Paula, for this game coming up? Uh, we're going to see more physical game on Saturday. Um, I think both teams, like John said, they're, they're, they're hungry for the three points. And uh, the East is more competitive in points. Like, it's, it's more more points there but um the west is not as competitive as the east but i i think it's gonna be physical i'm watching here the stats and i don't know how to pronounce that name number eight i'm not gonna bush it so if you can help me he has the most goals um right now on the team and he was player of the week uh two weeks ago like. so yep there you go I, I'm not I was not gonna pronounce it badly, but we have to be careful with him. Um we have more goals inside the box, 27 against they have like 19. So we have some advantages um against them, even though that we're going on an away game. So yeah. it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be physical, um, for sure. But like I said in the beginning of the pod, if Wilder and Cesar are like playing like Tuesday. I don't have any concerns for sure. So I mean, they believe, I mean, what on, I heard um, on, no, ahead, on home form. Sorry, I just want to follow up uh, on home form. They are 28th out of 29th for no. all the clubs. So they, they, you know, they drew on the June 10th at home to New York. They drew on June 24th at home to Minnesota. They've got three wins in between that, which are all away games. So they seem to have an issue like we do seeing out the wins at home. So it's like a copy and paste. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just like Talon, uh, Talon Coca said, um, we have a full squad. The difference in this game is that we have a full squad on like Philly and Seattle game. That's we can true. Definitely win I this. forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, we have a full, a full game. And not only we have a full squad... But we are the underdog here because all RSL media are talking how Orlando are already three points in the bag. Not only that, but they're talking more about the George Bello apparent signing. UN's, uh, UN's men's national team, George Bello, might be on his way to RSL. They're talking more about that and Chicho signing, um, eating hot dogs and watching the Utah Jazz than actually talking about Orlando City because they feel like, okay, Leo the Lion has this down packed who's kingston who who are you right we've won an mls cup you know we have uh remember beckerman right is it beckerman was his name beckerman 
Yeah, Kyle Beckerman. He was uh, Kyle a boy for a long time. He was, yeah, a, he a had dreads on. like Leo. Yeah, dreads like Leo. There you go. That's maybe they they know each other or something. They go to the same stylist. But I agree with but, with Paula. I don't think the West is is as strong as the East. Right? They're on they're on thirty points in the West, and that gets them into fourth. We're on thirty four points in the East, and we're like sixth. Right? So thirty points in the East you'd be, you know, way down there. So I think that has something to say that, yes, they are fourth, but in a, in a table that I don't think is as competitive as ours. Yeah. And uh, with that being said, uh, we're going to do the, we're going to do the lineup for Orlando City for um, this game. Thank you so much for everyone that's been watching us live. Uh, drop us a thumbs up, uh, subscribe to the channel. We're Loud and Proud Orlando. Thank you so much. We're also on threads now. So thank you. Apparently, um, there was a comment. I'm going to read it right here. He says that it says, be careful with the new app. If you don't like the new app and decide to remove it, you, you, Mr. Instagram, will also be deleted. What? You oh, lose oh, your Insta oh, if you delete what? threads? What? Yeah. No, really? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, you Can you just not use front. threads ever again? You should be like, nah, I'm not interested. No. That's weird. Ooh, good, good note. <clears throat> Thank you, Victor. Thank, but yeah, thanks, Victor. Hopefully that doesn't happen because I I open threats for my other outlet too. Well, I mean, I think it's you know, it's always. No, I mean, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I mean, it will just it makes will it, it kill much, Twitter? Much easier. It remains to be seen. Right? I, I, I think know. I I think it's gonna kill it at some point. It's I think gonna the, the bots and the ads on Twitter that aren't there on Threads is the biggest thing that people are into they're like "Ooh, i could you know do my what i do on twitter without all of that nonsense that's right that's right um, what do you what do you think paul are you going to be on threads all the time i i was not a twitter um user until i saw orlando city people like tweeting a lot there so i went like the only purpose that i go to twitter is just to see Orlando City News or for the podcast or whatever, but sometimes I, I don't go in. <laughs> so I'm an yeah, Instagram same. person. So yeah, I don't here. mind threads. It, it looks well, that's it's the a thing. It's, it's appealing to the Instagram people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but, not only that, but, yeah. I mean, it, it keeps your your Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and and threads pretty much linked up, which makes it easy, yes, but you know, which makes me Add that I have to make a new page, <laughs> but either way, um, you know, it's gonna be all in one go. I just don't know what's gonna happen with Twitter, but um, you know, I think when you're when you, I mean, you can limit whatever that he tried to limit before. I just think that that would kill his his investment. That's just my opinion. You think, think Zuck away, had right? this just like waiting in a locker for for Elon well, to make a mistake been, with Twitter, and then he was like, "Bam, here, have yeah, some threat." Yeah, he's yeah, he's being sued. The timing is like because everybody was pissed about the rate limiting, and then Threads yeah. just appears like two days later. So yeah, so so apparently Zuckerberg hired former Twitter employees. Oh, that makes total sense. And, and and so Elon is suing. So that's what I'm saying. The threats maybe also. Yeah. Please wow. don't erase my Instagram. Yes. 
<laughs> it cost me a lot, a lot of time, guys. Uh, Zuck, you already deleted two of my profiles. All uh, over nothing. I had to create a third one. I don't even post nothing, not even the picture of my dog there. You know, I'm going to start posting some stuff, but, you know, guys, make it friendly for people, content creators, don't make it difficult. Like, don't make it like MySpace. Correct. You know, it's never going to get like MySpace. You know, now <laughs> face, Facebook is kind of now the, the, the app that, you know, uh, you know, you can see more videos and things like that, too. You know, like, you know, I'll, like I always when I click my watch, you know, because it's all like, you know, I click my watch on Facebook and I see like um, there's videos from like Chris Hansen or, <laughs> or there's videos of like, cops, cop pursuits. Or like, you know, it's crazy. Really? I don't know why. Yeah. Or soccer. I'm like, I'm like, how do you like that's weird. Well, why do I get these videos? Right. Or ads, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, um to everybody, uh, drop us a like, subscribe. Uh, we're still gonna be on threads and follow Twitter. on threads. <laughs> follow Despite on threads. everything we said, follow on threads. Yeah, follow, follow on Twitter, follow on threads. Follow on Twitter, drop us a like, click on the notification bell for notifications. You're listening to this. Our threads profile will be also on the description for the audio form. So thank you so much. So, all right. So we're going to do the lineup. I think we should know by memory. Um, do you think she's, he's going to put the same lineup he did um, last game? I believe so. Ooh. If his aim Ooh. broke. Don't fix I have it. I have one change, which you can guess, but I don't think Oscar will. Dagger. He might not make the change. No, not Dagger. It's actually <laughs> not. I, I genuinely, you. genuinely, I don't think Dagger should start. Even though I love him, I don't. I don't. I'm not calling for him to start. I mean, Luis will know exactly what I want to change. He's gonna put it in anyway. But yeah, Smith, mm. Antonio Carlos, who's by the way, we haven't heard anything more about brazil so yeah we haven't that, heard anything a, so hopefully that was just smoke that was just smoke i don't know though we were worried paula because he I'm, has, I'm worried he too. has family down there and i could see him wanting yeah. to go back to brazil yeah so. yeah, yeah that's right and his but contract ends on december who knows i think right so i think if he i think in the summer if we're going to keep him we need to offer him a contract and get him to sign Correct. now because I think we're at risk of losing him in the in the off season if he does want to go back to Brazil, you know. Like AC, we have Picanha here. Why you want to go back home? We have there's so much, drive, there's so man. many Brazilians here. You could you know you yeah. don't need to go to yeah. Brazil. Learning, Brazil is I'm here. Learning Portuguese, Portuguese. Fala Portuguese. Fala Portuguese. Eh. Fala Portuguese. I'll follow. I'll follow muito. In my beach tennis um classes, I I I speak. Portuguese, you know, I follow a little bit, a little, not not too much, but you know. I did some questions one time in Portuguese um, to some of the players. Yeah, the junior one time, I was like, you know, busting my Portuguese, my broken <laughs> Portuñol. <laughs> yeah, you I know, know Portuñol, but when they speak super fast, I'm like, hey, yeah. hey hold on, hold on, hold on, it's like a little bit slower. You know, but <laughs> now you guys know how I feel every time people speak Spanish to me. <laughs> Lower, you have a private teacher, man. Exactly. You know? I, I'm learning very, very bad Spanish. I think you could, you could learn like uh, Pere, Andres Pere, but backwards. You know, he learned English, and you could learn Spanish. You got right there, like dagger, dagger. Right. Hey, 
he he needs to learn Spanish. I think Those he is. He's to... he said he was good learning Spanish. So there you so, go. But yeah, the lineup obviously. We were with we Jensen, Santos. Who is the player that you want to change? I'm curious now. I mean, Luis knows. Luis knows exactly. How Luis knows? Yeah. Let's see. Because Luis knows I love. I'm not. I just think Mauricio. I, okay, here's the thing. We have to get Ojeda in the starting lineup, in my opinion. Ah, so, you I want think, Ojeda yeah, in the team? Yeah, I think it's yeah, a problem that he's not. Either Faku or Ojeda, either in the 10 or on the, like those two just switch around anyway so really where they start doesn't really matter too or, much or maybe when or maybe john oscar has a ace ace spades up his sleeve and i feel like maybe a way he feels oh hey these three are going to be disruptive you know away and then he feels maybe at home Pereira has a start you know well, I think you're right. I, I feel I feel Ojeda yeah. is the best pick in my opinion. I, I would mean, put Ojeda didn't do anything wrong apart from that miss. No, that, you know, apart like he plays well, like but he's he's just not as exciting a ten as Ojeda could be, right? So if Ojeda can Correct. do all that passing that Mauricio can do, he can also dribble with the ball forward. He can take shots. He's more of a threat, and I think that and he you can know, switch with Faku. Yeah, and like if we not, I'm not being funny, but we're we're an MLS side, right? We should have all our DPS on the field. Kara yeah. is not going to be on the field over Duncan, so oh, no. we should at least try to find a way to get Ojeda out there somehow. And I think he deserves it. I think he's been playing better and better every game. I think he he knows the league now, right? Like, have you guys seen an obvious improvement from Ojeda? I think I have. Yeah, yeah I have. Too. You can see it. You can see it definitely, definitely. That flick so... to Kara. Uh, hey, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Um, and he almost scored like two times, but I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Our ex goalkeeper. Oh, <laughs> Greg Ranjitsing. Yes. Just call him Greg. Greg, exactly. <laughs> Our ex Greg OCSC player. What's up, Greg? <laughs> I he, imagine. He stopped. I, good good Greg. goals. I mean, he John, like, hey, what's up, Greg? What's up, Greg? Yeah, and then he's, Greg. Like, he's, like, and then he's, like, he's like, what's my last name? He's like, it, it starts with an R. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, no, no, but um, I agree with you, John. I agree with you. Ojeda should be starting as a 10. And he can sw switch with Faku. Like, I think he found the formula of the league and he's connecting with Faku. You you don't see what we saw in the beginning of the of the season that they were clashing. Like they were in their in their ways. So, yeah, I agree 100% with you, John. Another thing that I'm going to add uh that I feel like Pareja is doing great is the subs at the right time. I remember before he was taking a long time to make substitutions. Now he's making the immediate impact subs and they're all have been immediate impact subs like for example when he puts in uh you know let's say ojeda ojeda is, is is a starter he puts mauricio minute 70 you know what i mean uh he knows where to put him in um also with ramiro enrique i think he's uh definitely a change of pace player when he comes in so rotating that offense is very important especially against salt lake and to me is the two keys that are going to win this game are 
keep scoring and score early, please, because that takes how the game is going to go. Uh, and then the defense is the best offense, man. And I think uh, those four out back were, are having such great momentum right now that that needs to continue. That needs to continue. And I think that's going to be our, our key. We know what Angulo can do in the 1v1. We know what Faku can do in the 1v1, cutting, cutting through. And we know what Duncan can do even when defenders don't even notice him, like in his last goal. They didn't know he was there. You know, and that was a very savvy move by Duncan, right? A true number nine right there, a true striker. So, And, and I said, Luis, you know, not only you call 4-0, but we were talking about the goal scorers. Uh-huh. And yeah. I was like, who is getting the four goals? And between me and you, we had all the goals. It was Torres, Duncan, Dagger, you know, which you said it was just, you know, I think you were just saying that as a joke. And then it happened anyway. So there you go. No, no. I, you put it out I, there. I, the you play the Powerball or something, Luis? I have my, I have my, <laughs> I have my magic, magic ball. The Dragon Ball C one? And, uh, yeah, the Dragon Ball. Dragon Duncan, because he didn't score the other two. I said Duncan's going to be fired up to get one this game. So I think, you know, it's good to see him not have a slump, right? Like two games without scoring for him is a slump. Right, like he he came straight back out of that. It wasn't like we're oh we're down to you know eight or nine games without Duncan scoring. He always looks like he's gonna score every game. And I truly the, hope the subs for the were great. I agree with you. And I wanted to ask you guys what your ideal subs are now, like because I think I I know one who I always want to bring on, but I think there's another guy that I also think should always be brought off the bench as well. Well, the Ramiro sub to me is very important. Is key because he's he's fresh and hungry to score <laughs> and wants to create attacking plays and that's the only thing we ask. Before it was just like kind of like you know it kind of reminded me of that Simpsons episode when you know, the Grandpa Simpson goes through the door and then comes back. You know, kind of like you know, hey, I'm just gonna go in and come back in. You know, it just didn't seem like you know, but now he comes out with a purpose, right? And um, I feel like that's what they practice in, you know, with Oscar and, and the squad and uh, that, that, that momentum. And I think Oscar now knows when to play some. So I think the Ramiro change is important. Also, the Ojeda one, too. Well, either way, if Mauricio starts Ojeda on the bench, or if Ojeda starts Mauricio Correct. or, you know, whatever, even Faku, he might be a bit tired because we have played – this is a third game in a week. So I was, what I was wondering is, are we able just to go ahead with the same starting 11, which I would love to. I think we probably can, and that's what Oscar will do. But we're going to see some tired legs sooner in this game. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Let's read some more comments. This is Victor Sanchez. John, I can teach you the bad words in Spanish. There you go. Mucho bueno, Victor. Mucho bueno. <laughs> That's my favorite thing that I say in Spanish is mucho bueno, which is I've been told completely wrong, but you know. It's kind of like... Uh, That's your signature, John. It's my no, signature thing. Yeah, I've even got my girlfriend saying it on her business calls and embarrassing herself. Like mucho bueno? <laughs> mucho bueno, baby. Mucho bueno. <laughs> uh, the new meta app is attached to IG. Jeff, for real, be careful. This is Victor Sanchez, man. Don't tell me that. 
Man, I already I sold my soul to 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 Zuckerberg. It's okay. We'll 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 live we'll live. But um, all right. Well, so let's do some predictions. So just just to close um the the, the episode today. Thank you so much for all your support. Again, I want to tell everybody that's listening and watching to support us uh, on our social media networks. We are in Threads, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, on YouTube as Louder Pride Orlando. Uh, click on the notification bell for notifications. Subscribe to the channel. We may have, uh, I don't know, we're going to have another um, giveaway, but I'm sure there will be another one coming soon. Uh, make sure you subscribe uh, to our social media outlets so you'll be in touch. And also, this episode will be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And I want to thank everyone that's listening to us. Over, I think last episode it was like, like over eighty something people listening. Like uh, it was, it was a lot of people. Uh, and the ones before, over a hundred, hundred and fifty plays. So, I mean, um, that's give fantastic. Us the, the five stars on on Spotify. Yeah, give us the five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. And uh, again, click subscribe, uh, click on the bell. Thank you so much. And uh, you know, to me, I feel this game for Real Salt Lake is going to be uh, another win for Orlando. I feel Orlando is going to be a nine, a three, three game back to back wins. This one, though, I'll say it'll be a two nil, a two nil win uh, with a Martin Ojeda brace. Ooh, Martin interesting. Ojeda. Man, yeah, he's gonna go to team of the week. Martin, if I get it right, guys, he's gotta start now though, because you say brace off the bench again. No, no, brace, uh, a brace. I don't know if he's gonna well, be off so the bench. I was saying is if if he, if he gets a brace off the bench, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, but Martin Ojeda, Martin Ojeda, two goals. I don't know if if that happens, guys. You know, buy I him have a to, coffee. I have to go to the lotto. I have to go to the lotto. I, I, I know, you know. Yeah, got a lot of and just played a lot of guys. Um, Don't forget yeah. about us, Luis. No, I'm, I'm not. I'll, I'll become uh, definitely a society 21. <laughs> I'm probably <laughs> become part of become part owner, you know. Hmm. Don't forget about me or John. That's the only thing that yeah, I Don't forget about us, low people. No, it's okay. No, no. No, but I mean the government takes like a lot of money out of if you win the lotto. You only get a little chunk. Well, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Paula, what do you would... think for uh, for this one? Ooh, two one. That's what I was gonna say. Ah, hmm. we read minds. We I'm reading your mind right now. Wow. Two one. You can say the Good. same. I think I'm they gonna get say one. Who's gonna score? I'm gonna say who's gonna score. Thursday then... clean sheet. Huh? I know we have the third game with a clean sheet. Oh. If, oh well, no. Well, if 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 I if I if I get the the right score, right? Yeah. Wait, no. We yeah. let Chicago score one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah, let yeah, Chicago yeah, score yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. yeah never okay, mind. so the, Duncan the is gonna score for sure. Who? Duncan. 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 Oh, yeah, okay. he's gonna score. He's gonna score. He was close to score the second goal. I was so pissed at that post, but anyways, um, the second goal. Hmm, it's going to Faku. 
the same. Faku is they're Faku's both tied as our leading goal scorer now on seven. Yeah. So and, going and to good Faku. And good thing is that that the, his national team is noticing noticing Orlando and the way he's playing. He's going to have a chance to play the qualifiers. In he is, he deserves to be on the national team for sure. Yeah, for sure. I agree wholeheartedly. So, so you said also two one, John. Yeah, I was two one, and I think I have Duncan and Torres as well. I think like they just uh -huh. those two, those two guys just score. You know, they just they're just hot uh -huh. right now. I think I think Torres is like at the end of last season. Torres was like really hot, and he kind of started this season slow again. And now that he's going, I just I see him scoring every game, I and I see I see Duncan looking like the same kind of guy. So I think right. someone slapped him in the face. He's like, "You're a fuck. What are you, what's going on?" And then he woke up. <laughs> Probably I don't know. I don't know what it was, but he suddenly just. It was a yeah, night and day. Killing it again. That's right. I want to give everyone a thanks for, for listening, for, for being with us tonight. Uh, and we'll see you guys next week. And vamos Orlando, guys. Vamos, vamos Orlando. Vamos Orlando. Let's win. Three points. <laughs> Martín Ojeda, brace, doblete, hermano. Mete gol. Un abrazo. Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore ORL. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter, as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando.